there. It's Ellie Singer with KTLF Radio and another podcast for you with another one of our partner ministries. This time we've been working on making this happen, Rich Bennett. I have with me Rich Bennett, the president of Life Network. It's been an effort, hasn't it? <laughs> it is great to be here and to be here with you in this Christmas season and to just uh, love well, what God is doing through this station and through this city. All right. And we're glad to be partnering with you. Um, I have a friend that volunteers with you. I have a, a tender heart toward some, just some of the stories I've heard over the years from the impact of Life Network. I was in the early days at the thrift store. Okay, very <laughs> the good. The first thrift store. And the very first part of that, the, the, when I was there, when you just had opened, you were just weeks into it, one of the people working there, one of the volunteers said, yeah, we're already talking about a second store because you've been so overwhelmed with attention. Lord willing, we're, we're heading there in 2024. We'll see. Okay, that, that didn't surprise me. At that time, just when you started, they said it would be maybe closer to downtown Colorado Springs or something. Yeah, actually, we're looking out east. But okay, but more to that come. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense because you're not that far from downtown. Yeah. So anyway, you're, you're kind of a pretty good centralized location there, which we might as well talk about uh, the Life Network. It's a nonprofit because it's a, it supports Life Network. That's exactly right. Yeah, for listeners who may not know, and I still run into uh, people here in the city that aren't as familiar with Life Network, but we operate the three Colorado Springs pregnancy centers, and I like to say we exist to help ensure that every baby receives a chance at life, and then a confident, equipped, and God-honoring mom and dad. And so that is a huge part of what we get to do. And, you know, we're touching on the, the thrift store. You know, the thrift store is one of those things that, that our moms and dads can be blessed with, and they can have yes. gift cards once they've made that courageous decision for life. And so, Ellie, just in this last year, we provided more than a 1,000 life-revealing ultrasounds wow. across those three pregnancy centers, which means every day there are three, four moms who are coming face-to-face with the reality of the life growing inside them. Mm. And that's where your counselors are indispensable, too, because they've taken that time with them. Absolutely. And it really is the combination of the care and compassion from our staff and our sweet volunteers, and then seeing just the obvious evidence of life growing inside. And it's powerful for mom, and it's powerful for those fathers as well. And so uh, it's a huge deal. And actually, a lot of people are surprised as a pregnancy center, we do ministry to women and to men, because we know the healthiest outcome for that child is an engaged mom and an engaged dad. And so even if they've gotten things biblically out of order, and maybe they're not married, we'll see God redeem that, and we'll see marriages happen Mm -hmm. as well. But it's just a Mm -hmm. privilege to be able to come alongside those women and men who are overwhelmed in the face of an unexpected pregnancy. And sometimes, I know this just from other testimonies, maybe with other other, um, pregnancy resource centers, sometimes it's the father that is the convincing factor. Sometimes it's the father that has that revelation before the mom does. Sometimes it's the dad, isn't it, that says, hey, wait a minute. You know, to the mom, right? Have you seen that happen often? Oh, without question. In fact, um, 
We will, by the end of this year, have had a record 1,500 appointments with men. Now, that includes not only him coming in for the first time, but then engaging with our fatherhood program as well. But 1,500, I mean, that's more than double just two years ago. And you're exactly right, Ellie. If we can get the father of the baby there and work against the narrative that he's likely heard all of his life, which is, it's a woman's choice. And I will tell you that... That is the number one response that we hear from men uh, when we do engage them. It, you know, how you know? How do you feel about this pregnancy? Well, I'm going to support her, whatever she decides. But we give him space to say, well, what is it that you want in this situation? And you're exactly right. Very often he says, well, I want to be a dad. Well, have you told her that? And we've actually had sweet moments where we've had our, our men's coach walk him across the hall and just leave the two of them to talk where he gets the opportunity and the space to share how he's feeling. And that can make a huge difference. Mm. And so, you know, unfortunately, there are circumstances where the father of the baby isn't engaged. Right. Um, but when he's given permission to engage, uh, again, unlike what the culture tells him, which is you don't have a voice, um, he has a voice. And when that voice is heard, it makes a huge difference. As the saying goes, you repeat a lie often enough, it becomes the truth for some people. Oh, and then in the space of what we do, uh, that is unfortunately all too true. But here's something that's really encouraging. So, you know, people know, I think, uh, your listeners probably know about the power of a life-revealing ultrasound. You know, nationally, yes. uh, 80% of the time, last year in our centers, 86% of the time that a mom came face-to-face with the reality of life growing inside of her through an ultrasound, she chooses to parent. But here's the power of a father. If we can get him in that ultrasound room as well, that number goes to 97 Oh, that's 97% of the time, 97 times out of 100, that couple is going to choose to parent. And that shows the power of an engaged father. Boy, that is, I'm so glad you shared that statistic because I, 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 it is so vital that you have, both of them made that baby. They both have to say, you know, it's funny. Absolutely. And, you know, just this week, actually last week, we had a situation with a young woman who came in, and unfortunately the father of the baby was not stepping into that role, and I think he just saw this as an obstacle to some of the things he wanted to do, and so this was a situation where he was a voice for abortion, and she, you know, wanted to give him that voice. And so we say they really came in thinking, well, maybe we'll pursue abortion. And our, we had an appointment with him. We had an appointment with her. They met that baby via ultrasound, and they left that day choosing and committing to parent. And from there, we get to help them uh, on their motherhood journey and their fatherhood journey. And up until the moment that their child turns two, we're walking alongside them one-on-one every other week with a coaching mentor. So she has a mentor journeying with her. He has a fatherhood mentor journeying with him, and they're earning the resources that they need. That's a crib, a car seat, baby clothes, diapers, formula, and mail, or more. And all of that is made possible through the generosity of those who support us. And so, you know, a lot of times you will hear uh, Christians just care about the baby. And I think, you know, the ministry, 
history that those who support us make possible is very clear evidence to the contrary, that yes, that baby's life is tremendously valuable, and so are the lives of those moms and those dads. Exactly. You know, I don't even have to ask you questions because you keep answering questions before I even ask them of you, (laughs) which is really a great thing because I, I think it is important, too, that it's like, okay, here's what you're hearing, you know, in the media, Here's the reality. You walk through the entire pregnancy side by side with the with both the mother and the father. The entire pregnancy and beyond. Like I said, that program is there for them for almost three years. So from the moment they wow. find out that they're pregnant, and right about the time their child is two, we will usually do a graduation. And so that's celebrating mom, celebrating dad, for what by then are 40, 50, 60 one-on-one coaching appointments. I like to say it's like getting an associate's degree in parenting. And I think about a mom that we supported earlier this this year, and we celebrated her uh, with a graduation. And she had had over 50 one-on-one appointments with her coach. And when she came to us, she was very vulnerable to abortion. Uh, She was in the final year of a master's program, and she thought this is the death of that dream. And God had other plans for her, and she met her baby via ultrasound. Her coach spoke truth to her. And not only did she graduate from our parenting program, she got that degree. And (laughs) so, uh, you know, when the enemy uh, speaks lies, uh, to be able to shine a light on that and share what is true uh, can make all all of the difference and certainly that meaningful relationship with the coach you know when somebody starts our parenting program that it is kind of the promise of so you're saying I can earn a crib I can earn a car seat and that, that's really gonna be helpful but it's not long that it's the relationship with that coach that really is the number one thing that is most meaningful about our parenting program Wow and that you said last three years so up until the child is two which means yeah you're talking about two years and you know seven eight nine months uh, from the moment that they find out they're pregnant and so that's a long journey and we have parenting classes as well and so whether it's a parenting class with a group of other moms a group of other dads uh, or that one-on-one parenting mentor relationship pouring into those parents who very often didn't really have a healthy model for mm-hmm. what it looks like to be a mom or a dad. And what I love, and we were talking about the, uh, this a little bit before we came on, um, it is as meaningful to those coaches as it is to the clients that we serve. To see that transformation that God ordained, just feeling completely overwhelmed, completely ill-equipped to be a parent, having no idea what to do, and coming out the other side one, two, three years later, being a confident, equipped, and often God-honoring parent. And certainly we're not going to miss the opportunity to talk about the most important thing, and Mm -hmm. that's a relationship with Christ. And that's not something that we make our services contingent on, um, but just naturally in relationship we get those opportunities to share about the meaningful relationship in Christ and so well when the scripture says the goodness of God leads to repentance I would think even these parents they have to wonder it's like why are you so invested in me because they have that opportunity too, just through your counsel to recognize their intrinsic value and then obviously, like you said, you know, the narrative is, yeah, Westboro Baptist, you know, with the protest signs or whatever, uh, not even really 
expressing care for the baby or anything, but most of it it's that thing standing outside the abortion clinic with your, you know, abortion kills signs. I, I think the church has come a long way since then. And it would be nice if we heard more about that kind of thing, just what you're doing. There is a strong commitment. As a matter of fact, what you talked about with the coaches, with the counselors, that is a sacred trust and there isn't a bit of spiritual hyperbole in that statement not at all and i will have coaches say to me you know as meaningful as those relationships are for our clients they will say i get more out of it than they do and that's a pretty profound statement but i ju- i do think just being able to be used by the lord yeah and you know for people who think oh i could never do that um well if you're called um you know it's you're called not because you're equipped you're going to be equipped yeah because you're called and we right. see that unfold every day with those who serve with us Mm. now okay since we brought that up uh, there's so much to talk about here i hope i'm not too scattered with it like i said you've been answering a lot of my questions before i even asked i was like cool (laughs) but um so let's you you bring in counsel people have an option to come to you when they're considering when the baby's life is in the balance that's right they're considering what to do there is a narrative that immediately you can go to this you know where uh, parents aren't really planned. Um, I'm trying to be, you know, diplomatic here. But so there, it's not like when you hear pro-choice, oftentimes they're not really presented a choice. The push is for the termination of the pregnancy. Unfortunately, that's true. And, you know, if you just look at the what is, you know, it's kind of... Uh, you know, uh, unpleasant to think about, but an abortion clinic is in the business of providing abortion. That is their business. They are financially incented for that choice. For a pro-life pregnancy center, um, we don't have a financial incentive. All of our services are free and are available through the generosity of those who support us. And so we don't have the agenda of we have to make this profit, which is kind of, you know, a, a little bit creepy to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, you're exactly right. When you That's hear, referred to as blood money, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, that may be harsh. Well, right. I but mean, let's keep it real. And, and truly, you know, we are the ones that, in the best sense, are pro-choice in terms of giving women and men space right. to evaluate all three choices available to them. So in a state like Colorado, sadly, abortion is available to them. Um, but we're going to talk about parenting and what does that look like and all of the resources that are available to them as parents. We're going to talk about adoption and what it could look like to make the courageous decision to make an adoption plan. And because it's on the mind of over half of those that we serve, we're going to talk about abortion, but we're going to talk about the implications of that, potentially for her health and future fertility. We're going to talk about that from a standpoint of what can that, what that can mean emotionally and spiritually, yes. but just giving her and him the space to process the implications of all of those decisions. And I think if you're truly pro-choice, you know, when I've shared with people who would say, well, you know, I'm not personally uh, for abortion, but I think it's a choice that should be available. I think the more that somebody like that learns about what is really happening in the agenda of abortion clinics versus the pro-life agenda of pro-abundant life, Mm -hmm. uh, not only choosing life, but supporting those moms and dads, I think people end up being surprised at, uh, you know, what is really happening when it comes to unexpected pregnancies. Well, and just what you said, you know, the, the three choices, they, they, they keep the baby, they give the baby up for adoption, or 
there's the abortion option. You, I don't, I don't think there's any gaps to be found <laughs> with what you do um, through Life Network because you also, it sounds like you lay it out without any judgment or any the you know the 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 what we want to call the uh, you know sloganeering or anything about the choices. Here's the choices that can be made. Here's the things you might face making any of these choices. Here's, you know, the the choices. Choices have consequences. Decisions have consequences. So you are able to, it seems like you lay that out for them as well. So you give them a fair choice to make. A- absolutely. And, you know, you use the word judgment. And that is one of the other things that you'll hear is, you know, Christians or pregnancy centers are judging women and men. Well, all you have to do is go online and read the hundreds of reviews of the women and men we've served to see that's simply untrue. Um, mm-hmm. we're, we're a safe space to be able to process uh, those those weighty decisions. And this is most likely the biggest decision of a young mom or a young dad, mm-hmm. you know, to move forward with a pregnancy that they weren't expecting. And it's an overwhelming situation and you can't ignore that reality. But again, listening to her story, listening to his story, giving them space to process, letting them know that somebody's going to be there to journey with them, the resources that are available, not only through us, but through others that we partner with right. in the community. And there's a tremendous amount of resources that are available uh, to young people who are willing to make that courageous decision. And as I said last year, 86% of the time that we provided one of those thousand plus ultrasounds, moms and dads did choose life. And so, uh, you know, that's pretty, pretty incredible in the face of what can be the most overwhelming moment in a young person's life. Rich, the, the, the mom, the dad, that are listening to this podcast right now. And you're they're like, whoa, that's exactly where I'm at. They're at that place of crossroads. What can you tell them? How can you direct them? Um, whether they're in Colorado Springs or even elsewhere, if they're listening, you know, podcasts or universal. So where can you direct them? And I realize it may be limited with that, but let's start with Colorado Springs. Yeah. So, I mean, here, you know, the number one, there's two primary ways that somebody walks through the doors of one of our three pregnancy centers. So we have a center across from the Citadel Mall. We have a center on the south side of the city in Fountain Valley. And then we have a center on the west side of the city, which is just up the street from our city's abortion clinic run by Planned Parenthood. And so, um, you know, they can walk in and we take walk-ins, but the number the number one way somebody comes in is they find us online. Right. And so, you know, searching for a pregnancy center, going to cspregnancycenter.com. But the reality is, you know, if you do search terms here in El Paso County, uh, you're very likely to find us. And there you're going to be met with compassion, with care and with meaningful support. Uh, We have nine staff nurses, and so um, we are a full medical facility and even now have a nurse practitioner uh, where we can provide that first OB appointment and bridge them to a local obstetrician because it turns out there's a bit of a shortage of uh, OBs here in Colorado Springs. Wow, I didn't know that. And so for a young woman who maybe this is like her first experience in that arena, uh, helping find her care, but yeah, finding us online is 
is the top way, and then I would say the number two way is word of mouth. And so now, should they look up Life Network, or you're just saying generic search? Because I think the more specific, it might be the more hel- most helpful. Yeah. So Colorado Springs Pregnancy Center are actually the outward facing names of our okay. three centers, and then Life Network is the umbrella organization okay. that operates those three Colorado Springs Pregnancy Centers. So either one, but Colorado Springs Pregnancy Center. That, yeah, Colorado Springs Pregnancy Center, and again for listeners who might be in another community uh, there are 3,000 pregnancy centers across the country and so wherever you are listening if you search the words pregnancy center you're very likely uh, that within a few miles of your home uh, you've got a pregnancy center that could come alongside you with meaningful agenda-free support uh, in a situation that is likely again you know a very overwhelming situation facing an unexpected pregnancy and there you're going to be met with care and compassion and meaningful support now what if they look up uh, you know pregnancy center colorado springs pregnancy center for colorado um is there in that search are they going to end up finding people that their business is to abort Uh, you know i think is that possible yes i think you know we've got good enough uh, you know, search engine optimization that, you know, we're going to come up first. And so, okay. um, you know, just as, um, you know, because we talk about abortion as a choice on our website, if somebody searches abortion, right, we're going to come up not because we provide that option, but because we're going to provide we information about, yeah. about that option. And Good. so, you know, is it possible that there are going to be uh, other choices out there? Uh, there are, but, but if you search pregnancy center, uh, it's not going to be hard to find your local pregnancy center whether you're here in Colorado Springs or you're listening somewhere outside of the Springs okay so even if you're listening outside of the Springs if you look up pregnancy center you know or pregnancy resource center oftentimes resource is kind of a isn't that kind of a helpful word too sometimes it it certainly can be but I think uh, yeah pregnancy resource center um, and you know I, I think um, either one of those you're yeah. likely to find. You know, there are some centralized resources. You know, CareNet is a national organization that mm-hmm. provides a search tool where you can find uh, a pregnancy center. Our friends uh, here in the Springs that focus on the family, they have a resource that can help you find a local pregnancy center. But really just doing a search online right. uh, in your community um, and searching on those terms pregnancy center, you're going to find profound, meaningful help. Yeah. Uh, people who care about you, people who care about the child that's growing inside you and care about the father. And I'm excited about more and more pregnancy centers ministering to dads. And one of the things that we get to do is help mentor other centers who want to grow that part of what we do because we've been doing that for about 15 years and it's really only been in the last five years that that now over half the time we get that father of the baby in with her as well and we're ministering to him right at the onset. You know, that's the, the the person that may take issue with the father being involved because it's the woman's body, when in fact it's the baby's body too, which could be a boy or girl. But I, I think what kind of, it's like the same people that may take issue with that, they cannot complain about a deadbeat dad, as the term goes, either, because, you know, that they're minimizing the value of of taking in the father, of of engaging the father with all that you're doing. Well, and I'm mindful of another story this past year. Uh, You know, because there are neighboring states that don't 
allow for abortion now. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, we are seeing patients travel from as far as Texas to Colorado Springs, and there was a couple within the last year that came up from Texas, and they were headed to an abortion appointment right here in Colorado Springs. Wow. That was where they happened to find online, and they booked that appointment, but they were still, even as they drove here, grappling with that decision. And so they did one of these searches that we're talking about. Wow. Uh, they found our pregnancy center. And it was it was a tough, tough appointment because both of them were in the final year of an advanced degree. And I think both of them, to different degrees, felt like this could just end those plans. And he, in particular, was a voice for, we could do this. Well, sadly, um, she did, at the end of the day, give in to the, that overwhelming fear, and they followed through with that abortion appointment. But the story doesn't stop there. Because of his appointment uh, with uh, our men's team, they continued to meet, even though he was. We went back to Texas, just completely devastated. And every week, mm. uh, we had a member of our men's team that was meeting him be- via video. And about six weeks in, those meetings culminated with him deciding to follow Jesus Christ. Oh, and wow. so while we lamented the decision that she made in that moment it mm. wasn't because he wasn't supportive it was because she just gave into that fear but god used that entire circumstance to bring this young father uh to him and so uh you know that was not you know the story as we would have written it but that was god's redemptive story there's still redemption in it which Absolutely. is you know that yeah that's a hard one because you know she she chose to terminate the pregnancy right. but like you said it didn't and there either and that's good to know too like you said they they did the video appointment with the father um so anybody listening again online right now you are willing to do that with people that are out of state we do that typically we're meeting with somebody who came to see us first and then if they're from out of state we could certainly follow up with them continue that and and you know a a happier story and thankfully we definitely see these couples coming from out of state they do choose to parent our number one objective then is get them connected with a helpful pregnancy center in their community. You know, yeah. in this case, he had formed a relationship with a member of our men's team. They kept that relationship via video. They've actually met in person again since then. A member of our men's team, when he was traveling in Texas, got together with him, and now they were celebrating together as brothers in Christ. And so, oh. uh, you know, again, uh, it does kind of give me chills in terms of what the enemy intended for evil. God, God redeemed yes. for his purposes. And Absolutely. so, you know, for again, uh, that, that there's a hard element to that story, and then there's the hopeful and redemptive element uh, to that story. And thankfully, again, most of the time, 86% of the time, we're seeing life choices. But even when we don't, uh, and, you know, for that mom, and I think this is important for listeners too, uh, you know, it is estimated 25% of women and men in our church pews mm-hmm. have experienced an abortion in their past. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that was pre coming to Christ. Maybe it was after coming to Christ, mm-hmm. and they just gave in to that fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a redemptive program called Bridges of Hope 
that provides redemption and hope and healing in the wake of a past abortion. And you know, mm. when you read scripture, uh, God redeems all sin, and that includes the sin of abortion. And so there is nothing that puts you beyond the reach of our Almighty God. And so in the context of community, we have a nine-week program uh, where women in the context of community, men typically do it one-on-one with a member of our team, uh, but there's profound healing that can happen and redemption that can happen in the wake of those decisions. And I will tell you, there are a number of our staff and a number of volunteers who have that redemptive experience, and now God has used that to put the call on them to help others avoid the pain and the hurt that can come from an abortion decision. And so if you're listening... Some members members of your staff have had abortions. We have members of our staff, people who volunteer with us. Nobody can say, you don't know what I'm dealing with. Right. And and it's sweet how God can use those past experiences where people can share out of those past experiences Mm. and be able to share, you know, here's what what I felt, here's what that looked like Mm -hmm. in the wake of my abortion decision. And people can't argue with somebody's story. Uh, And so yeah, um, you know, just to be able to share uh, out of that, and it's it's really just you know listening to her story, listening to his story, and then at times when feeling led, sharing your story. But yeah, that's another way uh, that God can redeem one of those circumstances mm. is women and men who have experienced that in the past wanting to see other women and men uh, choose life because yeah. they've felt that pain and they've seen that pain. Uh, that's, and you know, you think about it, that is. I was going to say so rich, but I'm not trying to, you know, be punny because your name is rich. But you think about that. It's somebody's testimony. You know, someone, like you said, you can't argue with someone's own experience. But you think about the fact that um, I had a brain burp here. There's so many things. It's like, we only have a couple minutes left and I need to. But um, was thinking about someone sharing that story just that counsel that you offer for people you said it's a nine-week program for people that have been through an abortion that have been you know we talk about ptsd in relationship to military and and other things and it's understandable law enforcement i mean that's on the regular you deal with that kind of thing we're actually talking about a form of post-traumatic because an abortion i don't care how people how thick they try to put sugar coating on it it's just a blob it's whatever there's trauma involved because we are created in the image of god the laws of god are written on the tablets of our heart and the preciousness of that life has some modicum of of revelation i would think in the life of of someone who is pregnant without question and and, you know if there is somebody that's struggling with an abortion in their past whether that was a week ago a month ago 10 years ago i've met women and men who are still struggling 30 40 years later Um, our Mm. website at elifenetwork.com the letter e for everyone and lifenetwork.com you can find out about that post-abortion healing program and everything that we've talked about today in terms of um, you know opportunities to volunteer opportunities to financially support all of our free services Good. that website at elifenetwork.com and with us being year-end there's even a match opportunity and so any gifts that are given to us are matched dollar for dollar uh, up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars oh so, that's awesome the yeah double for your money that's a great investment that's some good stewardship and investing in fostering a culture of life investing in very literal 
life. Absolutely. Brings us back to our mission, which is to cultivate a community that values life through the love of Christ. And that's what we're called to do at Life Network. Thank you so much, Rich. I look forward to our next podcast when we get together. Uh, thank you for taking the time and sharing elifenetwork.com. That's, that's kind of the hub where everybody can go with all that they've listened to and heard and gleaned from this conversation. And I thank you for taking the time to do that. God bless you and Life Network and all those parents and all those babies and well the whole kit and caboodle <laughs> well thank you ellie and thank you to the station for your heart and passion for what we get to do here in colorado springs to promote a community that values life and see lives transformed through jesus all right and listeners you'll hear more from rich and life network thank you for tuning into the podcast here